We always have transactions that want to use a power of attorney, or POA, but lately we seem to have a lot more than usual. Powers of attorney can be used when the buyer or seller cannot attend the closing in person and needs someone else to sign for them. The principal is the person signing the power of attorney, giving the authority to someone else. In real estate transactions, this would be the buyer, borrower, or seller. The person receiving the power who acts on behalf of the principal is referred to as the agent, not to be confused with the agent acting as their real estate agent. The POA can be limited or general. A limited power of attorney, also known as a specific power of attorney, limits the appointment of the agent to conduct only specific acts and in the case of a real estate transaction. The acts are typically limited to those necessary or appropriate for the buying or selling of a specific property. On the other hand, a general power of attorney allows the agent to act for the principal on many matters dealing with the principal's personal or real property and other financial matters, unless excluded. The most common form of a power of attorney in Texas is the statutory durable power of attorney, which is based on a statutory form found in Chapter 752 of the Texas Estates Code, which can be general or, if amended accordingly, specific. This statutory form contains a laundry list of powers that may be, governed, may be given to the agent and the principal must make a number of selections in the document itself by initialing what powers it wants to give the agent. The word durable means that the power of attorney transcends disability, i.e. that the power, the power of attorney is valid upon execution unless it states otherwise and continues to be valid even if the principal becomes mentally incapacitated. Of course, a POA is not valid if the principal was not mentally sound when the POA was signed. It is important to understand that POAs can be used for limited purposes. For example, medical POAs that hospitals or doctors have patients sign do not work for real estate transactions. The POA must specifically state that it may be used to conduct matters regarding the real property of the principal. For use in a real estate transaction, the law requires that we record the POA in the property records of the county of the property for which it is being used. If the POA has not yet been recorded when it is being used in real estate transactions, then the original signed and notarized document must be provided to the title company in order to record it. A scanned copy of an original power of attorney does not work. All parties to the transaction, including the lender and title company, must also approve the use of a power of attorney. In addition to approving the form of the POA, the title company may wish to ratify the POA by speaking to the principal on the day the documents are to be signed to verify that the POA was signed by them and that it has not been revoked. And the title company may ask the agent to execute a certi certification of durable power of attorney by agent. This form provides protections to those relying on the use of the POA by the agent if the principal is incapacitated at the time of the real estate transaction. We may require verification that the principal was competent at the time of signing of the POA and verification from a caregiver that the principal is still alive. POAs are not valid after death of the principal. We've encountered issues where a POA is submitted to us for use in a transaction
and we note that the POA was signed only in the last week. When we ask why that individual cannot come to closing, we are told that they have severe, severe dementia. Not that they are on a trip and not in town to sign. If they had severe dementia just a week after signing the POA, there is a question as to whether when it was signed, the principal had the mental capacity to sign. We cannot use a POA that was signed when the principal was not mentally capable of understanding what he or she signed. To sign on behalf of someone who is not of sound mind, without a valid POA, a guardianship ordered by a court of law may be required. If you are aware of a POA to be used for closing, please let us know early on so that we can resolve any issues in advance of closing. As always, we are here to answer your questions and be your business partner at the closing table. Email us your idea for our next tip of the week at tipoftheweek at allegiancetitle.com.